Early Childhood Education Apa benda tu? Hey guys, welcome back to Checkumai Podcast Episode 2 Now in the last series, we were talking about what Checkumai or how Checkumai come about And in this series, we're going to talk about what Checkumai does for a living For friends and families, um, they know that I'm in early child education And um, over the years, 8-9 years, um, they have heard stories from me about what early childhood education is What I do, what I don't do And the things that revolve around the term ECE So first and foremost, early childhood education or known as ECE. What is ECE? Well, early childhood education is a branch of education theory that relates to the teaching of children, all right, formally and informally from birth to the age of eight, all right? So this is um, equivalent to third grade or second grade, starting from birth onwards. Now, is it even a real course? Yes, early childhood education is a real course, as real as your bachelor's in engineering, as real as your MBBS medicine degree. Right. Regarding the courses in early childhood, um, we have certificate in early childhood education, we have diploma in early childhood education, we even have bachelor's in early childhood education, and so on, master's and doctorate degree. So now looking at this um, early childhood course, so this course is as real as it gets. So what do we have in the syllabus of early childhood education? Well, um, let me summarize it into a few points of what we actually learn in a diploma, a bachelor's of early childhood education. Now, first and foremost, we have the um, it covers the teaching methodology and pedagogy of how we as um, early years educator, how do we teach these children? How do we um, address difficult um, behaviors? And also, how do we um, address different learning styles of the children? Um, under this methodology and pedagogy, we learn about the types of learners and how we integrate um, different ways into teaching and learning. Um, aside from that, we cover child development as well, from infancy to toddler and to um, early childhood children. Um, aside from that, we look into child's nutrition as well. So, um, you know, children's nutrition is a very big part of um, growing up because as we see in this 21st century, more and more obese kids are coming up, you know, children are not aware of their food, you know, McDonald's and KFC becomes a norm. So um, as school or service provider, we have to look into the nutrition part. So this is a very, very valuable knowledge for us. Um, aside from that, we look into child psychology as well um, in terms of um, difficult behaviors, um, ADHD, special education needs, you know, all this um, all these are covered under the child psychology and development parts. And last but not least, we are looking into the highlight or what we know as what teacher does, which is the curriculum and instructions. 
Alright, curriculum instruction are pretty much the content-based learning. So we would cover numeracy, science, linguistic, music and movement, physical education, arts, and so on. So basically, the curriculum instruction covers the content learning um, under this acronym SPICES, which covers the spiritual development, the physical development, intellectual, creative, emotional, and social. So yeah, that's pretty much the uh, summary of what we actually learn in early childhood curriculum. So the next question is, do you need a diploma in early child education in order to work in a kindergarten? Well, um, yes. Yes, we are working towards uh, a minimum diploma in early child education and supposedly 2020, by 2020, which is this year, that in Malaysia, every teacher should have a diploma in early child education in order to qualify to work. However, uh, it has been pushed back to 2021 due to unforeseen circumstances of getting all the teachers uh, trained and certified. But um, yes, you need a minimum diploma um, uh, there are many bachelors graduate in early childhood as well these days. Um, of course, you know, a minimum diploma would be great, but um, if you pursue your bachelor's degree, you have an in-depth knowledge of um, the, the industry as well. So it is very, very highly recommended to at least finish a bachelor's degree. So you will understand the, uh, in, the in-depth knowledge of this industry. Well, um, most of the things are hands-on, so as you learn the theoretical uh, concept and ideas, you still need hands-on to actually understand and learn as well. So um, for Singapore, many early child practitioners actually do have a diploma and a bachelor's degree because that is a requirement. Um, as I know, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I might be wrong, but um, many teachers in um, Singapore just need a diploma in early child education in order to qualify to work as a teacher unless you are going for managerial work and management then bachelor's comes in handy um, as for china where i'm working right now most of the teachers will definitely need a diploma as well and um, however many teachers actually have a bachelor's degree So the next part, <laughs> you play with kids the whole day and that's going to be fun. Well, um, yes and no. Um, it's going to be fun if you really enjoy what you're doing. Uh, similarly with any other industry, if you love what you do, um, you're definitely going to enjoy it. Well, um, a typical day in early child education um, as a teacher and as a practitioner, this is based on my personal experience uh, working two years in Malaysia, one in East Malaysia, Kuching, and the other in West Malaysia, KL, and also my past seven years working in China. So this is pretty much um, my personal point of view and experience of what I have been through. Um, it might differ from different teachers and in different centers, so typically, um, my day begins uh, really early. So we start about 7 in the morning because parents need to send the kids to school right before they start work at 8. So we have to be on standby by 7 o'clock in the morning. This means um, right after your breakfast. So by 7 on the dot, you have to be ready to work 
um, welcoming the kids in, preparing pre-learning activities with them up to 8 o'clock in the morning whereby they start to have their morning exercise and morning routine. Um, the formal learning or what we call the directed learning or the pre-planned activities begin from 9 to 12 um, where after that we have lunch with the kids. I mean the kids have lunch, then we have lunch. So from 12 to 2.30, the kids will have their lunch and the afternoon nap. And in the afternoon, the uh, afternoon session begins about 2.30 with tea time, fruits and snacks. A bit more learning content coming up and the day ends about 4.30, 4.30 to 5.00 p.m. So parents will pick them up by then and then the teachers will have some free time not to go home, not to go home, to prepare for tomorrow's lesson, the next day's lesson. lesson the materials and whatnot. So typically, uh, some teachers would leave on the dot bringing work home or some teachers would actually finish up um, extra work in, in school. So yeah, generally, it goes more than 8 hours of work, definitely. Probably about you know, 11, 12 hours of work. Um, yeah, I mean, it's still fun, but that there is a lot of effort and work put behind the scene to you know in any any normal days for the teachers so right looking on to the next one so teachers you know you guys get a lot of holidays right well honestly saying we do not get a lot of holidays especially if we're working with private early child centers so private uh, kindergartens or preschool runs from January to December so the service goes um, beyond the holidays even even on holidays we are still working so but um, parents have the option to actually send the kids in or not to send the kids in so yeah regarding holiday holidays it really depends on your center uh, my first two centers have not many holidays we are only having holidays for the general malaysian holiday the public holidays um the last school i worked for in china uh pretty much have short summer short spring holidays in addition to um, the government holidays my current center has a longer holiday about um we close about like you know one and a half month to two months for you know summer and spring so which is a blessing as well so it really depends on your school depends on um, the, the center policy depends on the local government policies and what's what's not but in general most um, kindergarten in asia um, do not have long holidays so um i hope this session provides you with an overview of what early child education is all about. I hope it did not scare you away. So for those of you who are thinking of pursuing a career in early child education, what I can vouch for is it is a rewarding career. Um, definitely, if money is what you're going for, this is probably not the line that you should choose. Um, this industry gives no money, but it gives you satisfaction and the joy of uh, being an impact on someone's life, changing the lives of um, these little ones. However, if you're looking into um, a bit more financial stability from this industry, there are always options around um, such as trying out Singapore 
for a better conversion rate and uh, job opportunities. Um, moving to the capital, Kuala Lumpur might have more opportunities. Um, West Malaysia definitely have more opportunities compared to East Malaysia. And if you're adventurous and you would like to venture more, Australia, New Zealand, China, Japan, Korea, you know, the there are so many options out there. Um, there are so many options. But uh, like I said, just explore your possibilities because at the end of the day, you don't know what lies ahead. And... I'll save that for the next episode of how I end up um, a kampong boy coming up to all the way to China. We'll see you in the next episode. Have a great weekend.